Sean, where what? where is James? What is going he's, on here? He's only twenty three hours and fifty minutes late. No big deal. I mean, <sighs> it's probably taking the Arsenal loss pretty pretty rough. Okay. Oh, am I late? Oh, oh he's what? here. Am I, am I, did I miss anything? This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. With me tonight, that's Brad. He supports Chelsea. And down below is Sean. He supports Tottenham. How are you guys doing tonight, guys? I'm fantastic, buddy. I bet you are. I'm, I bet you are. I mean, I'm feeling good, not great. I just good, woke up from a nap. Did you? Oh, yeah. I, you had a great nap. Did you? Yeah. I I mean, I... <laughs> I guess I guess I guess I'm a little late. I guess I'm a little late. A little bit. A little bit. Sorry if you uh, tuned in this morning and there was no podcast available for you. I just got back in town, Um, and we were going to record a podcast from Brad's garage last night, um, but thought that that might not be the best listening experience for for you, lovely people. Um, But here we are tonight, and lucky for us, there's been more football played. it's given Brad a little bit of time to get over his stinging defeat, and uh, me, a mean, more, me a little me a little bit won. more time to forget about what what Arsenal did this weekend. Um, no, we're not forgetting that. I figure you won't let me. Um, but tonight, what what do we have on offer tonight? We're gonna hit your comments, of course, as always. We are going to talk about the Premier League, um, Champions League, uh, and then we're going to preview what we've got coming up this weekend. Um, in the EPL and actually the FA Cup semifinals are this weekend as well. Um, but, you know, if you're new here, what we like to start with first, we'd like to thank you for being here. And if you are new, we just ask that you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, give us a follow um, because it really does help us reach new people. And we really do appreciate those things. Um, and, you know, if it, if you could rate us five star on Apple podcast, leave us a comment because those things are really helpful. Um, right, Sean? Yeah, you, you, you don't want to be. <laughs> you, <weren't ready. laughs> you don't want to be mildly inconvenienced. Uh, so please like, subscribe, rate, and review. Or what you might find is that your favorite podcast that you tune in every week to listen to might be delayed today with no notice and. With no notice, and you may be mildly inconvenienced. You'll get the same great podcast the next day. That but would, that would be mildly inconvenient. That yeah. would be very so unfortunate. Might, so, Joel, you might want to like, subscribe, rate, review five star. <laughs> he, he must not have five star. That must that must be what it is. It must have been a four and a half. What it is. I mean, maybe must have gave us a four. Maybe we're going down to a four and a half after uh, the fiasco that was this morning. I guess. All right. Yeah, so if you could do those things, really would appreciate it. Um, let's talk about those comments. Um, so we're gonna hit we're gonna hit up Jimmy first. Uh started with uh he does have a comment specifically about the Chelsea Liver uh, the, excuse me, the City Liverpool game. Um we're gonna reserve that until we actually talk about the City Liverpool game in a few minutes. Um but this is kind of in relation to the conversation we've been having about Sean hating Jurgen Klopp for complaining 
air quotes, complaining, and Sean hating the fact that the Premier League is going to have five subs next year um, because the players get to... I just don't know what it's accomplishing. The players get to rest their little feetsies, I think, is is, is a direct quote from you. That is. (laughs) Three. Only two extra players, though. That's going to save the league. I think Brad... I don't know if Brad did some did some math uh during during the podcast last week but you know uh it was when you save like half a season or something brad said which is clearly false um but anyway um so jimmy's comment was we need to find an injury statistic for the clubs that compete in four competitions versus two or three the two-day matches Happened every year during Christmas time now. I don't remember this being the case 10 years ago. What's worse is that the FA clearly stated they don't care about UEFA competitions because multiple times in the last three years there have been clubs that get scheduled two games on the same day. FA refused to move a game. So I, I think specifically what he's talking about is the FIFA Club World Cup uh, two years ago and the Carabao Cup semifinal that Liverpool were taking part in um, that that uh liverpool have their their senior squad squad was in dubai um because they were participating in the club world cup and um they also had the care about cup game that was that, that they that the efl and the fa didn't move for them so they had to play their academy squad and they got torched um slightly different than uefa but i think i think a more salient point about the uefa situation is that a lot of the other top five leagues will rearrange Champions League playing clubs like weekend games. So like if if uh, in Italy, if they know that a team is playing on Tuesday, if Inter has a Champions League game on Tuesday, they'll make sure that Inter play early on Saturday morning or I guess potentially they'll even game, move their game to Friday night um, to give them more time to prepare for the Champions League game. Or conversely, if they're playing on Wednesday, they'll make sure that their other game is moved to Sunday. Their 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 following game is moved to Sunday. That happens in a lot of the other big league, big uh, you know top five leagues. It doesn't. It it rarely happens in England. Um, and the reason why it doesn't happen in England is another point about what Jimmy's talking about with the uh, the two day like games every two days is because the broadcasters control the schedule. Sky Sports, uh, they just control the entire Premier League schedule. Because they're the broadcasters, they essentially tell the tell the Premier League when they want games to play, who they want to play, where, and they move the games accordingly. I'm sure you guys have seen through following your club that like every now and then your club will release a press release that says these these games have been re- rescheduled due to uh, broadcasting um, schedules. It happens every couple months where the broadcasters are like, okay, these are the slates of games. This these are when we want them. Like these are the teams that we want at 7:30. This is the the main game that we want at 12:30, and then they they work everything around that. Such American times, there, bro. Not like the three o'clock or. Sorry, the the twelve o'clock. Nine o'clock. The twelve thirty kickoff. The three. I'm 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 in I'm in the East Coast in America. I use my own time zone. I'm sorry. Then here here would be my question and question to you guys and uh and the commenters because mm-hmm. this this ties into something else we were just arguing about. Which was the other clubs not marketing the other leagues not marketing themselves to TV broadcasters, broadcasting stations. Would you rather have the money that you complain that England has, or would you rather have a month off in December and be able to move your games around and be better and better in European competition? Because apparently you can't have both, so you can't bitch about both. Well, I mean, like. 
I think there's a difference between trying to protect your players um, and and scheduling every two. Like, I don't know. It just it seems like the, the I think that's a very fair question because everyone's complaining about the Premier League's money, but now the it, Premier like it's a fair point. So, so Jimmy, would you rather have the TV revenue or have a couple a day off here and there? I like trophies, so whichever one gets me more trophies. Like you, apparently you can't have both. So what's the answer? I, I, it clearly, I don't know. Um, but I think that that the Premier League needs to institute a rule that clubs can't play, you know, within fifty four hours of their last kickoff. That's my personal opinion. Did they when they expanded the five subs? They expanded the bench, right? Yes, correct. Yes, but they okay. and here's the funny part is they kept the bench the same. For the uh, they kept the bench the same. They still have nine people on the bench, but they can't have five subs instead of the seven. They added two people to it. What? What? Are you, what did you just say? On the bench, they yes. kept nine players on the bench instead of the seven that originally were. So they kept nine people on the bench, but you only have three subs. Are you talking where they about? they expanded the bench? Yeah, they expanded the bench to nine seats instead of when they went to five subs. They during led, COVID. During COVID. When they went back down to three subs they kept the in the bench Premier League, they still have the bench at nine. Got it. Well, what I don't this may be a conversation for a different day. I, I truly don't understand why it flipping matters how many people are on the bench. What choose from your academy? Who cares? What is I mean, it? What does it matter? Well, because it gives you, you it gives you an opportunity to bring more academy players onto your match day squad. So if you only are allowed seven, then like. You can't. You you generally will never include those academy players unless it's the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. Like you're clearly so it's, never... keep, so it's just keeping academy players with other academy players. Well, I mean, no. it's, it's giving you. Then it's, what are we doing? It's let. I mean, like like Chelsea have a thousand players on their squad. They have a thousand senior players. So like they get to bring more senior players to their match day squad. It gives the manager more flexibility. If they're winning by a lot, they can bring on players that don't get a lot of playing time. If they're if it's a close game, you know, maybe they can bring on like it just gives them more options. But then in the same sense, I think that it allows teams to let them, you know, have their academy players ex- their their highly rated academy players experience match day and have the potential to end up on the field. So I don't know. There's there's it, something to be said for going to like doing the match day routine because the match day yeah. routine is different than the academy routine. Yeah. Right. There's something to be said for going to the hotel, sleeping at the hotel with the senior players, getting ready, getting warmed up, getting into the locker room, hearing the speech and getting into those um, those patterns. I, yeah. Um, so with with my new plan, when I run the FA, w- the bench is going to be unlimited. You can bring wh- whoever you want. Who cares? What does it matter? You can only sub three or five anyway. What does it matter? Wasn't it a couple years, a couple World Cup cycles ago where they just said that everybody on the on the squad could be all the every like you'd have 11 players and 13 players on the bench. Am I making that up? Do you guys know? Uh, I think you're making that up. I feel like there was. I just I just don't understand why you can't, you know? Well, it's just a restriction, right? Like. Yeah, it's just it's there's or there like I mean like if you look at football thirty years ago or maybe maybe thirty years ago is too soon but like fifty years ago, you had eleven players, and that's just who you played right. Uh, and your same eleven players would play three days later, and the same eleven players would play three days after that. It was just, but it's a different game now. Like it's it's more physically demanding today than it was fifty years ago. Um, it's more strenuous. It's just it's a harder game to play. 
every every sport is more physically straining now than it was 50 years ago so yeah. i what did we look up that the first sub in the in the top flight of of english football was what like 78 or something yeah, like that that yeah, was like the like first that. sub ever yeah it, it's it's very recent like in terms of like the totality of football like 150 yeah. years that the sport's been around um that like subs became a thing like they it's yeah it's it's a fairly recent thing um but of course it's improved the quality of the sport right because you have the ability to make tactical changes make physical changes things like that like it, it just it makes everything better but yeah i think that would be interesting to find an injury injury statistic um for clubs that compete in more competitions um and i think you could find that relatively easily because england's the only league that i know of that has four competitions that their teams can play in every other league only has a league take a league a domestic cup and european fixtures so you could either do it with domestic leagues um with with english leagues or european leagues um i think it would be easy to do um this is this is chelsea next uh, excuse me uh, jimmy's next comment it's about chelsea so he said the previous time chelsea won the champions league they beat arsenal away drew at liverpool at drew liverpool at home and beat spurs away they went on to finish third in the league and not win the champions league yes it's written in the stars i assume uh, when the second sentence is referring to the next season, I, I, I think. But Brad, you have some. You look I like you look like you. I don't some. know. Listen, we're, last time we won the Champions League, um, we lost Arsenal twice. Oh, that's actually. Not... I think I'm. I'm pretty sure both times we won the Champions League, we lost to Arsenal twice. So Arsenal did the double over Chelsea both times. They won the Champions League. Yes, I guess. I mean. That basically means, charm. that basically means Arsenal were the Champions League winners, right? Basically. I mean, I think, you wanted to try to do that math, but you kind of got to get into the league before you can say that math. I think what he's saying is the last time that Chelsea won the Champions League the following year. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, then they beat Arsenal away, drew Liverpool. Maybe. Beat, beat Spurs away. Yeah. I think that's what he's saying. Because I think I he's making—I think he's making—he's alluding to the fact that you guys are third right now, and you can't win the Champions League this year. Yeah, I know it hurts. That—that that hurts a lot. But hey, look—I don't know why he included Spurs in there. Like it's three-point lane. For some people, not—not—not not, not recently. Not recently. Um, Will had a comment. Um, he said, after the results, let's hear some predictions for the home stretch of the season, first and fourth in the league, and how about a Scudetto prediction for fun? Um, his, his following comment was, what kind of a scrub team goes out to Villarreal in the Champions League? Referencing the fact that they they drew Villarreal drew Bayern Munich 1-1 today and eliminated Bayern Munich 2-1 um, on aggregate. Um, so that, that was quite, or maybe that was Tuesday, actually, excuse me. Uh, that was quite a result for Villarreal. Um, but yeah, so... so we we should certainly do one through four predictions from the four of us, but I think we should start with the Scudetto. Who do you guys think is going to win the Scudetto? Um, Sean, what is a Scudetto? Well, Brad, I am glad you asked, sir. <laughs> I think it, I think what it is, is winning. It sounds Italian. So I'm going to guess that it is winning the Italian league. Okay. Winning whatever... Copa del Italiano they got going on over there. And then I think, because I think, it's usually three. It's like the treble in England. There's a third one, and I think it's for the best haul of uh, granary that you could pull from your farm. Wow. Okay. Okay, Brad. What Collectively do you think, as a Brad, team. Brad, what do you think the Scudetto is? I'm hoping 
that I'm right with this? It's the Italian cup. See, it's okay. We got Brad with the Italian cup and we got Sean with the treble. Okay. This, the Scudetto is uh, whoever wins the Italian Serie A. Whoever wins the oh, league has won the Scudetto. Oh, oh okay. So we got, need- fancy, we got fancy names for the league. Yes. So, so, so I have so Juventus, this is a reason to- Juventus won nine Scudetti in a row. Inter won the last Scudetto. Okay. So I have a reason to keep my uh, Paramount subscription going now. Certainly. Yes. Because, okay. It, okay. you know, Italian football. And also, I guess there's some good TV shows on Paramount Plus, you know, I'm just saying. Well, well, there might be. We, we, we don't do. know until they sponsor us. They need true. Drop us a sponsor, and we'll talk all yeah, about Paramount. Hit us up. Awesome shows. Hit us up. Viacom, well, Brad, CBS. Brad, you're about to get another uh, New Kent County grandfather colloquialism here, because the <laughs> the Syria is tighter than a camel's ass in a sandstorm. No, no, don't, 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 don't tell Brad. Don't tell Brad. Did because, you look? Because you weren't supposed to look up the league table. You were supposed to just guess. You just looked it up. Well, you were supposed I to looked. guess. All right, so sh- oh, we were supposed to guess. Yes, we're, no. oh, we're gonna win yeah. it. Uh, it was well, gonna, it was gonna well, be funny. Well, because let me tell you. Sh- before we started recording, we, we 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 talked about how we we're gonna talk about this. Sean was like, "Oh, it's got to be either Inter or Juve, right? It's got to be either Inter or Juve." But now his well, tunes. I thought get- it had to do with a different cup. Oh, okay, fair. Well, I, I've had sure. for like you guys forget for like seven weeks i've had syria right next to my epl tables like i haven't looked at it i i could have pulled the top four yeah but don't tell just brad I, I, want, I want to hear brad guess okay. who he thinks is gonna well, win just so you know it's tighter than a camel's ass in a sandstorm that's true it is that's true it is wow it's so really brad, tight brad who do you have um Okay, here's a here's a better question. Who do you think has a chance to win it? Who do you think has a chance to win it? I have a prediction. I'm, I'm just going over the list. Four teams. <laughs> Who, who's in the top four right now? Would you guess? Oh gosh. Wait your right. guess. All right. Let's see how I can do this. AC. Inter. Okay. Atalanta and Juve. Okay, you're three for four. You're three for uh, four. Which one do you think is wrong? Juve. Atlanta is wrong. Uh, were they fifth now? Yes. Uh, oh, Atalanta, Atalanta are not fifth. Oh, well, I don't, I don't, they're not in the top four, right? I, I actually haven't looked at the tied table either. They're, they're Where's eighth. Roma? They're, they're eighth. They're not far from fifth. Roma, Roma's um, fifth, I think. Roma's fifth. Yeah, yeah. Roma's who's fourth fifth. then? Uh, Juve's Juve. fourth. Juve's oh, third. Who's third then? Who's third then? Napoli. Napoli. Ah, uh, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about sorry. So it should be it should be AC Milan, Inter, Napoli, Juve, right? Is that what it is, Sean? The fighting Cavani's, even though he's not there anymore. Uh, let's look at the standings. I'll pull that up. Yeah, okay. I was right. Um, so who's going to win it? Who's going right. to win it, Brad? Um, since the uh, this pod is stands for Giroud, uh, AC Milan. Okay, Sean, who's going to win it? I was going to say Milan until I... Realize that Giroud is on AC Milan. They also have Zlatan, uh, your boy. They do have Zlatan. Yeah, he's he's like roaming the sidelines, pretending to be a coach or something. Um, we're going Napoli. Napoli, interesting choice. Do you choice. think Sarri's going to get it done? Sarri's giving his second medal? No, I don't yeah. think so. Um, I don't think so. So if we think about this, uh, so I'm going to talk about it because I, so who do I think is going to win it? I think Inter have the best chance. 
They have a game in hand on Milan. So if they win their game in hand, they'll go a point above Milan. And they won it last year. So, I mean, like, odds, I think the odds are in, in Inter's favor over Milan. Um, who do I think is going to win? <laughs> Milan is favored over Milan. Yes, yeah. I, I hear did you. you. Yes. Did, did you know that they share a stadium? Um, but you still didn't say which one's favored over which here. I said Inter's favored over Milan. Inter Milan refers to AC Milan. Inter refers to Inter Milan. International you, you Milan. You said Milan over Milan. Uh, well, you know, I'm giving myself. It's a, called plausible deniability. Um, I see. I see. I um I uh, I'm, I'm going to take AC Milan. I think I think that we still have to play the Milan derby. If I'm not mistaken, the Milan derby has to has to take place. Um. So I you know I'm taking AC Milan. Um. But yeah, it's it should be um it should be interesting. So That's maybe a good question. Maybe you should follow up on that, guys. Maybe you should for for Roma, Lazio, and and AC and Inter. Uh, did they have just their separate locker rooms? So when they're away, they are just in their home locker room. I would imagine so. Now I think this uh, the San Siro is kind of an old stadium, so I don't know what the locker room situation is. Um, I would imagine it's probably been renovated at some point so that AC Milan has their own locker room and Inter has their own locker room and probably there's like a third separate locker room that guests use would be my guess. Um, but that would be weird for the tunnel situation. And then, and then Roma Lazio share the same stadium, right? Yeah, so it, it's same for them. It happens in a lot of stadium in uh, stadia. Like in, a stadium. Uh, yes, Brad. I messed up. I messed up. What did you mess sorry, up? Sorry. I forgot. Sorry was at Napoli. I he's think at, he's at Lazio he's now. He's at Lazio now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I just wanted to acknowledge my mistake. I don't know who oh, the okay. Napoli manager is. Then I might have I might have picked Milan. Who is the Napoli manager? Let's find out. Players. Will this also give me the manager? No, nope, it I won't. Like it's a big, I feel like it's a fairly big name. Hold on. Hold on. Also, I got you. Also, we breezed past it. Um I did want to mention uh in a second. I want to go back to the Villarreal. Sure. We cover that yet? Go for it. I mean, we're going to cover it later. Okay. Well, all right. I got it ready for later. Just remember. I'm gonna, I got it ready for later. I'm gonna. I'm gonna butcher this. Are you guys ready? Sure. Like Italy's gonna be more mad at me than Sean. By the way, I pronounce this. Impossible. Luciano Spalletti. Oh yeah, yeah, Spalletti. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's Let's how. That's how you pronounce it. Um, I, yes. I don't know how to say his first name. Don't ask me that. Um, so so. Also, other the other aspect of Will's comment is the top four, uh, one through four, and I think I think Joel sent you Brad his his table prediction as well, and that's kind of like his comment this week is is the top four. Um, so so give us a little context. Who do, where does what is what does Joel think the table is so, going to finish, Brad? Joel has Liverpool winning at ninety four points, winning. Okay, he has City coming in at ninety three points, one point behind. Yes. So, then he has, to nobody's surprise, Chelsea, third, with 86 points. And are we ready? Who his fourth team is? Drum roll, please. Yeah, I'm ready. Not an actual drum roll. Tottenham with 75 points. Tottenham. Hold on. Hold on. Can I keep going? Because it gets funnier. Joel. Fifth place. Who Joel. do you think is fifth place? Joel. Sean, Sean, who's fifth place? West Ham. Close. You no. know, United. Yeah, Joel. United uh -huh. at 64 points. Sixth. Arsenal. Arsenal FC. 
sitting at 63 points. 12 points behind Tottenham. Oh. 12. 12 points? Joel. He has you guys taking 13 L's to Tottenham's 11. Whoa, okay, we've lost 10 so far. So he has you losing three more. How many have Tottenham lost so far? I don't think he has Tottenham yeah, losing again. Oh, that lost ten. He has, he has Tottenham losing one more, and he has you losing three more. I mean, I guess he has us losing two Tottenham, two Chelsea, probably. <laughs> two United? He has to have us losing to United. What is Joel? Joel, you need to reassess this. Um, I think Arsenal are wounded right now. Um, but you have how many points does he has have us taking? Sixty-three. He, he, Joel, you have us taking nine points out of out of the next eight games. Joel, He's good. Joel, it's an understatement, my friend. Joel, this is um okay. Yet you're winning two games and three draws. Okay, well I. I how do you feel? You, you get you get shit housed by Brighton and absolutely dominated by Palace. You're not wounded, brother. That leg's that leg's got to get cut off. That's amputee status. I mean, like, <laughs> pile it on, please, pile it on, pile, pile it I'm on. I'm just, I'm just telling. Wound, wounded sounds like you got shot by a BB. We got, we're hey, wounded right now. Like, hey, Sean, we could. Yeah. He wants the ammo. Because yeah. you know, like, like, like I, like I, right. like I hit you with the tweet. That's it's right. Tottenham tradition. It, it's football heritage. I, I want this heat because I mean, like, I don't know if if Arsenal bottle this, then it will be very bad. But I I don't think we will. Um, I don't think we. I, will. I feel like I feel like at the end of the season, when Arsenal inevitably finish in fourth and we finish in fifth, there's going to be like a Sarah McLaughlin backed video of me saying things in slow motion. I'm gonna have to step my video editing like, game. Sc- Skills. It's up. just like me, me saying, "You gotta get that thing amputated, man!" And it's in the arms of an angel. And then it goes like black and white, and I'll go in slow motion. Just a picture of Keelini's <laughs> face it zooms in on that yeah. poster. Will yeah, have. and it's yeah, it's it goes from transparent or yeah, transparent to not transparent uh, right in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm going for because you're talking a lot it's of shit, fun- man. It's, it's kind of funny that I'm setting up your. <laughs> Trash talk. I'm just giving you the blueprint. I'm, I'm just waiting. Feed me. Feed me, bro. Because sound bites are all here. <laughs> Wait, so so based on Joel's predictions for your point totals, uh, we have to win. To beat you guys, we have to win one more game. That's it. Wait, hold on. How many points does he have Spurs at finishing it? Well, he has Spurs at 75. He has Spurs so, finishing so, at 75 points? Yeah. How many points are there right now? 57. 57. 57. That's six more wins. What the fuck, Joel? Out of eight. <laughs> Who are you guys playing? Wait, let's see this. Let's see how let's see let's see what he's done. Okay, he gave you the Brighton game. We, I think we got a Liverpool. Game. I think he has you losing Liverpool and Arsenal. No, or, or or Leicester. No, that we have we have eight we have seven games left. He has us winning six and losing one. He has us winning everyone everything but Liverpool. Yeah, you have to be losing to Liverpool. Because Liverpool are winning the league, remember, Brad? Yep, yep, yep. My bad. I thought you just had eight games left. Because that's where Chelsea's at. No, they have, they have seven games left. Too. Wow. Okay. So, Brad, Brad, what's the top four going to look like? Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Mm. Mm. 
Arsenal. Ooh, Arsenal fourth. Sean, Arsenal. It, how's it going to finish? I want that football heritage. Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea. Uh, and should I decide Conte, one of the best managers of the world, or some dude with great hair? He does um, have great hair. Tottenham. That's easy. Okay. Um, I am... One manager alone. Hold on. Can we talk how confident Sean is now? Let's go back to the beginning of the season. Can we replay that? Um, um, Tottenham. Wait, you guys predicted your teams to win? I was just hoping for top four. I mean, he's... Th- he's... <laughs> Here it is. I was put my <laughs> the sheets of integrity are coming true. He's got to find a the first. The I want to I want to go back. I, I want everybody to pay attention to the, everything that I have predicted, other than a Chelsea meltdown, has come true. We got Turf Moor Sean bringing Burnley out of the ashes. We've got damn near. I had Liverpool winning and City second. I'm pretty sure. With the Chelsea meltdown year, which I got Arsenal, I just flip flop United meltdown year and Chelsea meltdown That's year because they United do it every couple of years too. So I just flip flopped that, yep. and then I had Tottenham fourth. And also, by the way, I'm pretty sure y'all made me write down that Ars- I, I had Arsenal sixth. Maybe I'm I pretty don't, sure, I don't know. but I had all those correct predictions. What am I? What am I saying? I, so I think City's going to win the league. I think Liverpool's going to finish second. I think Chelsea's going to finish third. And the easiest choice, I think Tottenham's going to finish fourth. Why would I think otherwise? Arsenal are wounded right now. Wow. Wow. No. No. Look at this confidence shift here. James has them having a hundred points and winning the league. <laughs> He had them as Centennials. Wait a second. I don't After think I had them as Centennials. I don't yes, think did. I had them as Centennials. I, I think, think you did. No. Maybe when we were talking about it before we recorded a podcast, I was like, oh, we have 100. That was bull. And, and he was going to yell at me if I said 114 points for Chelsea. When he was like, no, we're Centennials. Like, I see 90 to 100 points here. Easy. Easy clap. I don't. That's what you, I, I'm gonna, what you we're, said. We're going to run the tape back on that to see what I said on the podcast. I know I picked our. now you don't even... And now you don't think top four. Well, honestly, we can't score goals. And um, two of our most important players got injured. So what am I supposed to expect? Thomas Partey's not playing. Kieran Tierney's injured. So that means Granit Xhaka has been moved out of his normal position in the center, in the left side of midfield to play left back, which means Lakanga and Odegaard are playing in the midfield. And traditionally, like our win percentage when Partey and, and Xhaka are in the midfield together is like 71%. Our win percentage when they're one, one or both of them are gone is like, 40% or something like that. So like what 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 confidence and we have the hardest running of all of the teams vying for the fourth position. It's like what why should I be confident? Um So then so then why were you dunking on Joel's prediction here? I mean to say that we're only going to get 9 points. Like I think that that's I think that that's uh well, I think and to say we're finishing below United. I think we're bad, but I think I th- I think we're wounded, but I don't think we're United bad. <laughs> He has, he probably has, so he probably has you losing to Chelsea. Of course. Losing to United. It has to be. West Ham. I mean, that's probably a draw in his prediction. Because he passed out. And Newcastle. Yeah. Because I think he has UBI's beating Tottenham. I think that's Tottenham's one out. I think that's what he has. I don't know. No, he has Liverpool No, 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 he doesn't. Tottenham. Tottenham one. Yep, 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 yep. Sorry. So, he literally sorry. just said this, Sean. Chelsea, United, Tottenham. Newcastle. All right. 
We have, and then I guess maybe West Ham. I think he only, I think he has you what six points. He said so. You beat Leeds and Everton, and so well, you guys have eight games. Let's so nine up, points. Let's, Leeds, Everton. We're gonna bring up the league table because we're gonna talk about the Premier League now. Um, but in first position right now is City. Second position still Liverpool. They played that. They played that awesome game, the two-two draw at the Etihad this this weekend, and so the top of the table remains the same. Chelsea, uh, they are. Uh, in third position, Spurs are still in fourth. Uh, Spurs have three points on fifth place Arsenal right now. Um, Arsenal have a game in hand. That game in hand is uh, is uh, against Chelsea. So whatever that means. Um, sixth is West Ham. Seventh is United. Um, both of those teams are only three points against uh, uh, three points below fifth place Arsenal. Um, so clearly there, that's up for grabs. Eighth is Wolves. Ninth is Leicester. Tenth is Palace. Eleventh is Brighton. They're up to eleventh after that victory at Arsenal. We got Villa in 12th. Brentford are up to 13th. Southampton are in 14th. Newcastle are in 15th. Uh, Leeds are in 16th. Everton are in 17th, though there is quite a bit of daylight between 18th point, 18th placed Burnley, 19th place Watford, and 20th place Norwich. Relegation zone, just so we can take a look at it. Norwich City in 20th point, they are on 21 points. Watford in 19th, they are on 22 points. Uh, Both of those teams have played 31 games. 18th position, Burnley, they've played 30 games and have 24 points. But this is the problem, Sean. 17th position, Everton are on 28 points. They, uh, while Burnley beat Everton at midweek last week, um, Everton then beat United at the weekend. And yeah, United's fucking shit up. They need to tighten up around there. I'm about to put in my managerial fucking application because what the hell? We got. Turf Moore Sean's about to coach United to some wins around here because Everton, what are you doing? Yo, did I not say that I thought Everton could win that game? Did I had I've been saying that for weeks? All right. So guys, what's what's I'm the not more shocking up. result? Hold on, let's get into this. What's the more shocking result? Everton dubbing United or Brighton dubbing Arsenal at home? Well, Everton was at it's home. The, it's the Arsenal. It's the Arsenal. You guys are smoking crack. Everton are trash. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it is the Everton. Brighton have played very well these past two seasons. They don't get the points. They don't score the goals they need to. But Brighton play very well. I think I am more shocked that Everton beat United. That I I, I disagree, Sean. I'm not. Sh- I'm gonna. I'm gonna. As the only parent, only non-parent on this podcast, I'm not shocked or mad. I'm disappointed. In who? In, in, in United. In United. Um, we've got we've got the turf more phoenix rising out of 19th thwarted by fucking rat ragnarok or whatever the, his stupid name is Ralph Ragnar. who's trying to who's trying to manage a team while he's in the press box or whatever he's like he's like a he's the manager ceo president of operations he's like doing he's got 13 titles and none of them include a trophy. That's true. It's not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, what's he doing over there? Get, get, get. He's trying. Ten Hag, whatever. What is his name? Yeah. yeah right. What? You know what? Fuck United for having all these stupid names over there too. <laughs> That's the most American <laughs> shit you could possibly say. Um, the United Ragnarok, though. I'm here for it. The United Ragnarok. Um. Yeah, I saw Ralph that. Ralph Ragnick. Yep, that's the, that's your boy. Okay. Uh, he's just trying to implement the uh, four two 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 system. There you go. 
uh, you got to count because it's a ridiculous number of twos. Um, but yeah, so so to to kind of explain that table, uh, we've got Burnley. So said it said it said it a minute ago. But Burnley and Everton played midweek last week. They played on Wednesday. Burnley won that game three to two. Newcastle played Wolves on Friday. Newcastle got the one 0 victory. Um, Everton and United. So United went away to Goodison Park lost 1-0 to start Saturday morning. Arsenal hosting Brighton at 10 o'clock. Brighton win the game. Chelsea and Southampton help it at the same time. Chelsea win 6-0. Watford hosting Leeds in James's pick of the week. Leeds beat that booty, win 3-0. Um, probably, probably relegating Watford would be my guess, um, but we'll see. Um, why? Why, Sean? <laughs> All right, we're just skipping that because you're being ridiculous. Um, so you got, okay, apparently uh, Villa lost to Spurs by 45 goals, according to Sean. Um, that game ended, what is it, 4-0? I'm double-checking, yeah, 4-0 to Spurs. So they got a 4-0 victory at Villa Park. Uh, Brentford and West Ham United, uh, Brentford win 2-0. Leicester and Palace Lester beat Palace 2-1. to one. That makes me feel bad. Um, Norwich hosting Burnley. Norwich win 2-0. Not good for Burnley. Um, I mean, Norwich are I want, Norwich are I wonder why that makes you feel bad since you had... Uh, <clears throat> James had uh, Lester finishing fourth in the Sheets of Integrity. Um, I did. I did. It makes me feel bad because uh, Arsenal just lost to Palace last week. So it makes me feel bad that Leicester, who are trash this year, beat Palace. But Arsenal... Who I guess are also trash, um, lost lost to Palace. That's why it makes me feel bad. Um, but that Norwich Burnley result really bad for Burnley. Um, what what's up with you boys, Sean? But um, in the final game of the week, City hosted Liverpool. Um, Brad Sean predicted one uh, two to one for Liverpool. Brad predicted two to one for City. I predicted one to nil for City. All of us were wrong. Game ended in a two two draw. Um, it's actually an amazing game. Uh, if you are a fan of watching good football, you should go back and watch that replay on Peacock because it was a great game. Um, highly recommend. 10 out of 10 would, rec- would watch again. I, I enjoyed it, like, uh, tactically, although in many senses, I, for lack of just experience, I, I'm not very tactically inclined. But I, I like both of those, their strategic approach to the game kind of kind of mirror each other. They both are high pressure they both are in in your face all day. All, all positions are always pressing each other. So th- them going against each other is really fun to watch because it's always high energy on both sides going both directions and everyone's trying to press each other and it it's it's pandemonium. It's insane. Yeah, yeah it was it was it was an incredible game. Um, lots of it was, seemed like it was every, it seemed like both teams wanted to win the game. Neither team wanted to lose the game, um, and they were both going out um, trying to win it. Now, now, Jimmy did have a comment about this game. Um, he thought he, said, he thought it was a great game, pretty even for most of the part, but he gave a slight edge to City. Both teams created lots of chances, and there were some good saves by both goalies. City's first goal was a deflected fluke, which always hurts because. But it happens. Thiago's lucky to stay on the field. Taylor made a poor decision in the 85th minute when he awarded a penalty to Liverpool that should have gone the other way and probably resulted in a second yellow card. Sterling scores a great goal that's called back for offsides. Yes, VAR appears to get the call correct. But as I have said throughout the season, I do not like our current offside ruling. I guess I have my own agenda with the offsides rule and I would likely have been fine with the goal 
being allowed and City winning just due to my frustrations with this rule. Bad result for Liverpool, okay result for City, advantage remains with City. Um, I, don't, I think that's what I said. I think you disagreed with me. Yeah, like we had this conversation. I said this is a bad result for Liverpool, but City getting a point is fine. I mean, like, City get a point, Liverpool get a about point. It. Right, but with that point, City still, now it's the onus. Yeah. Now they control their own destiny. If they win out, they win the they win the trophy. Sure, sure. But like as we were watching the game, you were like, if Liverpool win out, they win the league. And I was like, yeah, well, the same thing's true for City. If City win out, we were saying this while we were watching the game. Um, but Right. Go for it, Brad. It was whichever team won got the onus of like, okay, now you just have to win out. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're chasing the cup, not chasing City. Clearly, um, um, dang, I didn't want to do that. Well, hold on a second. I'm trying to pull up both of their uh, their upcoming fixtures. I'm gonna hit the wrong button. But um, clearly the onus, like clearly City have the better position because they're a point ahead and they have the same number of games played and they've played each other. Um, Liverpool play United. That's a joke. They play Everton. That's a joke. They play Newcastle. Liverpool should be beating Newcastle. Liverpool play Spurs. Liverpool should be beating Spurs. Um, they play Aston Villa. Aston Villa seem to be not as good as I thought they were, and Liverpool should beat them. I don't necessarily. I think the hardest game Liverpool have left is Wolves. Is Wolves at home? Um, I mean, that's the last match. Uh, that's the last match week. Newcastle at St James is interesting. I don't think it's difficult. I think Liverpool still win, but I think that's that might be the trip up game. Well, so if I look at City's schedule, they City also have to play Wolves. City also have Hold to play- on. Hold on. The hardest game that they have left is Wolves at home. I think so. Did you did you feel that heat? Did, he's not feeling that heat. He's 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 salty over here. Yeah, I think that Liverpool not, should not the fourth place, not the fourth place team in the in the league. I think Liverpool should handily beat Spurs. Handily. I think they should handily beat Wolves. I think Wolves are just a more difficult team to play against. Okay. That, that's just my opinion. Okay. Hold on. Wolves play a better defense. Wolves can't Wolves. score like Tottenham can. Tottenham can pop off for four goals like they did against Aston Villa, even though they probably, based on the first half of that game, they did not deserve to win. They had an awesome well, second half. They had well, an awesome not. second half and deserved the W. The first half should have been Austin Villas. We're not on um, my game yet. I got my I got my opinions. I've, I've been but, doing my studying. But Tottenham have let in nine more goals than Wolves. Wolves have the fourth best defense in the league behind City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. So I think I think James might have a point here, Sean. I I I I don't. And we have the tenth best defense in the league. Okay. So we have one. We have a few more. Yes, only Arsenal have allowed. We have the yeah. You said ninth, ninth in the league. What? Who'd you say? What, what, what? number did you say? I said there's nine goals different. He said he said, he said okay. the Wolves have the fourth best defense in the league. Okay, then that makes us sixth because Arsenal's Arsenal's the only one in between us and Wolves. So what? What's your point? So Spurs have Spurs have allowed thirty seven goals. Thirty seven. Arsenal have, have allowed thirty six, and and Wolves are at twenty eight. That's Brandon and Hove have allowed thirty seven. Uh, so the same as us. Yeah. I'm gonna. So like, it's not like we're it's not like we're fifteenth. True. We're True, two but, spots but, behind them. 
Is okay. nine goals a difference? Also, different manager. We were getting shelled in 2021. Is is, I, is nine goals a difference? I mean, based on the rundown you had, uh, well, well, nine we nine past Arsenal. <laughs> well, we. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I missed that comment, so I don't know if I don't know what was funny about. It. I didn't. I was looking at my brain couldn't comprehend it. Well, the podcast, everybody. Mostly James puts the pod, podcast rundown together. Uh, he was running a little behind. That was the joke at the lead-in. I I told him I take care of I take care of it. I saw the opportunity for a joke. James just reads reads the results Generally. just straight yep. off, just straight off. He just reads them. Yep. So I was I texted Brad and was like, you know what? I'm gonna just inflate Brighton's number a little bit, and I'm gonna inflate Tottenham's number a little bit and see if he just reads it like Ron Burgundy. Uh, and he did not. No, <laughs> he did not. Right away. <laughs> um, my original point was that um, City have to play Wolves as well. City have to play Newcastle as well. Um, have to play. They play a lot of the same teams, but then like City play Watford and Leeds. Like, and those are jokes of a game for them. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I. They have West Ham, and they have. Yeah, that's it. That's a, that's probably their toughest game. Is West and maybe Newcastle, but Newcastle's away. New Newcastle at home, I think, is a different beast than they are away. Possibly, I don't know. I I think Joel, I, can you collaborate that or cooperate? See if I'm correct or not in your in your home form. I I think I chose City to win, didn't I? Just now, like ten minutes ago, you um, did. And I I I don't see that changing unless yeah. they have another. So Sean, give me give me your 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 bullet points for this Villa Spurs game. Tell me tell me about it. Uh, it wasn't bullet points. What, what I just want to say is something I've noticed in the past in, in the recent run of four. Sure. What 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 I've noticed is it started out good. I think only under under Conte is what I'm talking about. Uh, it started out good only I think because new manager bump, whatever you want to call it, and, and then we hit a little. Then we hit a little plateau, and then now it starts. To, it starts to be going up, where we're winning games. We're winning by goals too. We're not. We're not scraping by. We're not winning by on toughness and and Conte's enthusiasm on the sideline. We're not winning on energy. That is something anymore. That's something to behold. It is. It is, and it was getting us through that little tough middle zone. What it appears to me as an uneducated, stupid American is that the tech the tactician. Uh, in him is now coming out because a critique, a critique of Mourinho, is we don't have the players to sit back and defend and counterattack. And what I think I'm seeing now, well, Bentaker is helping. What I think I'm seeing now, and Kubaleski, Kulusevski, Kulusevski. I said I would pronounce his name when I would pronounce his name correct. That's why I had to correct myself. I said I'll pronounce it right when he proves himself. So he has proved himself. I'll pronounce it right. Uh, what, what, of course, with the addition of those, it looks a little bit better. But they look <laughs> more. They look. What, a critique of that team was that we weren't confident on the ball when we had possession. So teams that just gave us possession, yeah, we were poor in. Which now so- we don't look that way. You don't think that's the case? Let's, believe- let's check. Let's check tape. 
I will admit that I did not Aston watch Villa, this game. 52, Aston Villa, 52%. So it's even yeah. percentage. What, what, West Ham, more. Slightly. We, we, we possess more. Brighton. <laughs> we possess less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going back a little bit. Little bit. Newcastle, possess you possess more. 61%. No, it just seems like it's it's building where we're okay on the ball, because that's I, that's what I've noticed against Villa. It's like I think we're okay that, absorbing, I, we're okay going forward. It's okay, we can do either. And I think you said it. You got Bentecourt in the middle of the field playing a huge role for you guys. Like you yeah. finally have a midfielder that's calm on the ball and can make passes. Yeah, I think I think Bentecourt like has been so, a huge so, addition for you. Guys. I think that that does bring right. up that frees up Hoiberg to do what he does. Right, which the is a super role. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, so, Jose was right. He did not have the players. Dante's right. Like, like, I'm sorry. Like, um, yeah. Them are right. We've, yeah. We still don't have the players. Like, if you expect this team to compete with Liverpool and Man City, it's just not happening. And Chelsea. Well, hold on. Do you think, and, what about your first 11? Do you think, how, how good do you think your first 11 is? I mean, it, I, I I don't want to overreact right now. We've had a good run. The Newcastle, Villa, West Ham, like, and then Brighton. Um, like, that's that's just a good run of 2-0-3-1-5-1-4-0. Like, I, I don't want to be tainted by that. But, like, it's starting to look good. Kulisevsky, Kane, and Son up top are looking really good. Yeah. Especially because that allows Kane to drop into that false nine that he likes to do. He likes to drop lower down on the field and, and be that facilitator. I mean, that was I'm pretty sure that was two or three of Kane's goals or Son's goals in the in the past. It was five out of the nine. So, I'm pretty sure three of the Sun goals were assisted by Kane by some dope passes. Does he so here's my question. Does he like to or does he have to? Clearly, he wants to because he always does it anyway. Right, but I think I think I, I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong that Harry Kane is still your best midfielder and still your best forward. You might be right. It's happened under Pochettino. It's happened under Jose. Uh, it happened under uh, Nuno. It happened under Conte. I think that's just the type of player he is. He tracks back well, yeah. on defense. He, he tracks back from midfield. He does he does anything it takes to make the offense go forward. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm just curious. Um, from what I'm seeing, I might be wrong on this, Sean. So I'd like your opinion. I see a minimum of four players that need to be replaced ASAP for this to be competing for top three. Eric Dyer, both wing, both wing backs, Eric Dyer and Ben Davies, and probably Hugo soon. Soon, Hugo's yeah, the baby. Hugo doesn't tough. necessarily have to be, but but you need I, I, two center backs, two wing backs, and I and I don't know if Hoiberg gets there because I don't think he starts for another a healthy Arsenal. He doesn't start over Partey or um well maybe Jaka. He probably starts over Jaka. So sorry, you, he could start for Arsenal, but I don't think he starts for Chelsea. I don't think he starts for Liverpool. Start he starts for City. I don't think he even. I mean, he might start at United. Fred's I, uh, kind of garbage. He's much but, better than Fred, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think well. Liverpool. Who's their central defensive? I mean, they, they... Fabinho, Henderson. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're not starting. Up. Maybe, Tiago. maybe, maybe Henderson, but they're not. He's not oh. starting over Fabinho. No way. Tiago, like, no, there's no yeah, shot. He, he doesn't. Tiago, he doesn't get. No. He might. He might not even get the bench. 
at Liverpool. But like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's at least starts, four players. You think Hoiberg? You think Hoiberg starts for City? Yeah, just situationally. Uh, like, <laughs> like oh, no, I'm saying situationally at Man City because the way they play, he's better than what they have there. But like the way Liverpool play, Thiago and Thiago and Fabinho are entirely better. So, so who is he replacing? Fernandinho, yes. Rodri, yes, De Bruyne. No, 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 Gundogan. He's no. all their midfielders. No. Uh, don't, don't, don't throw He's out the Bruyne. Like, no, no, I'm not going on this. I'm not going on this podcast <laughs> on, Al, Hold on. on Hold Al Gore's on. internet and telling you that Hoiberg is better than De Bruyne. Are you kidding me? I mean, you said he's better than Rodri or Fernandinho, and I yes. thousand percent disagree. Yeah, he he starts he, get, he gets in the defensive side, the defensive whatever the defensive position midfield uh, at Man City, he gets in. Interesting. Wow, I like the confidence in Hoiberg. Okay, okay, because yeah, he, 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 he and he works for Pep because he doesn't stop working. He just runs and runs and runs and runs, and he's at every play and he's there. He's not technical though. He runs and runs and runs, but he is very far from a technical player. And you have to have. Well, background to be able to play Pep's football. Period. Well, the great thing about Pep is he'll teach you his system. No, he won't. No, he won't. When it, when it, he expects you to have, yeah. he expects you to have some basis of knowledge of of like a better basis of knowledge and be a technical passer and technical player before he brings you in. There's there's a reason why he's at City. Well, there's a reason why he's at Bayern. There's a reason why he's at Barca. He is a great coach. He is probably one of the best soccer coaches of all time. But the man needs the players to play his system. He can't take this system to Watford or, or Norwich and get the same results with those players. They don't have the football knowledge to be able to play in it and the awareness. Like the number one thing is awareness of where everybody is at because there can only be two players this way and like three players this way. And then, but if there is, then you got to shift over. To, like there's a lot of intricacies to how Pep plays yeah. his team and how he lines them up. His, his situational, like, positional football is really really complex um and that's why i don't think Hoiberg is talent wise i still think rodri's better but but i would i would hear the arguments on talent and what he brings to the team Hoiberg playing there but he does not have the technical knowledge to play at city just bringing it back to my caveman point (laughs) i just visually it looks like they're they're buying in to the system because they look more confident on the ball. Yeah. I, I, All, they, they, yeah. they look like they always have an outlet. They're doing the, they're triangle passing. They're getting it. They're getting it away. When teams press, they're fine with it. They just get, and that would be, that was an issue when teams would press, they would panic yeah. and just pass it back to Larice and reset again. And then we lose the ball. And then, it, it's just ridiculous. It does really seem like Spurs have turned a corner over the last month um, where, you know, it, they look like a formidable squad, um, a formidable side um, that, that most teams probably don't want to play against. I'm not looking forward to the North London Derby anymore, um, but that's more so because of Arsenal's deficiencies at the moment, more so than Tottenham's uh, improvement. So I did, I did also want to point out one other thing before we move on from Tottenham. Yeah, uh, I saw I saw a graph of the most. Uh, the most chances created okay. uh, from from a defensive position. Okay. So number one, you guys can probably uh, someone who play, not a defensive position, a, a defender that plays a position that a defending. How do I want a defender? Fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, from a defender. So Liverpool because of Trent. 
<clears throat> Trent. Okay. No, and it's just by player. Number two, any guesses? Eric Dyer. Robertson. Robertson. Davies. Oh, ben Davies. Wow. Wow. Ben, ben Davis is number two in chances created. That's just because he's hoofing the ball up to like Sane or Cun or Kane or Son. Sane or Cun. I think I had an aneurysm. Um, is he just like like root root? I don't, I don't know. I've watched a lot of games. I got no idea, but he's number two in the league. Interesting. For chances created by a defender. Interesting. Wow. It's got it's got to be that the like the long balls and then catching people. I mean, Trent is kind of. I would I would I would like to see what the difference is between Trent and Ben Davies. Um, do you have their that average like position? Well, no, 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 not their average position, but like how many more goal opportunities has Trent created compared to Ben Davies? Because um, I would imagine it's significant. Also, their positioning would be interesting to kind of explain what they're doing. That would be interesting. Um, where Trent, their passes are coming we know from. Trent is nowhere near defense because uh, he was the one that led in City second goal. That one was bad. Yeah, he just stopped tracking. Um, any of these other games you want to talk about? I mean, like my 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 two my two points about Ar- my my two cents about Arsenal Brighton is that Arsenal tried something new and it didn't work because we the injuries that we tried we tried to put Jacket left back and Odegaard and Lukanga in the middle and it just didn't work. So, uh, you know, I think I would like to see Tavares back at left back, Jacket in the middle and partnered with Lukanga to see see what happens. Um so uh I- yeah, I don't know. I mean, how do you not have another left back like in the academy or anything? Well, like free up. Well, I mean, we have Tavares. Like we have we have Tavares. That he's our he's our backup left back. And he's out too, right? No, he's he's healthy. Oh, okay, he, he's healthy. The reason why he hasn't been playing is because like so the last so he played against Crystal Palace. He came off at halftime, right? So, um, uh, I almost said Emery. Uh, Arteta saw something that he didn't like. The last like. Three times I think Tavares has started. He's come off early because Jaka, uh, because Arteta hasn't liked what he's seen. So I think it's just I. Th- I wonder if Arteta is worried to trust him again. Um, but I, I. But I think that Jaka is so much better in the midfield, relieving pressure in the midfield than he is defending on the left side. Um, he looks out of place on the left side. I'd much rather have somebody who is a left-sided, like a natural left, left-sided left defender do that and let Xhaka... Because Xhaka seems so cool in midfield right now. Like, he gets the ball, he finds the pass, and, like, he, he really dictates play from the middle. Um, um, I have a question. Yes. Why not uh, bring in... What was it? Who is it? Who is it? Hold on. Martinelli for, okay. your, for your left wing... And put Saka back at left back again. So there is talk of that, um, because I th- and then play Pepe on the right. Yeah. So like like and Emil in the middle. Yeah. Like so there is, there is talk about that, and you know maybe we'll see that. Um, I think the problem is is that like Saka has been so useful in attack that like. That that I think that that's the assumption that 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 Saka is so good in attack that you don't want to lose him. In 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 the in the attack, I don't know. Okay, that that's that's my assumption. Or do the three four three put him at wing back? Yeah, I mean, there's a thought. Um, I don't know. 
there's, there's, there, I, I think, I, I think I, you guys have more play than I think Arteta probably has more play than he wants to have. I, I would imagine that Arteta is, 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 is tinkering right now and trying to find out what, what's going to work, and we'll see against Southampton what, what he does. Um, speaking of Southampton, yeah, uh, oh yeah, just came in and smashed. Yeah, is there it was disgusting. There's not really. There's look. Here's the story of this, right? Tuchel lays into the team from our performance from the from the two games before how we just stopped playing. He like he went in on the team and there wasn't a peep from anybody about oh Tommy T's under pressure. Oh, the players aren't happy. Like there was none of that. They accepted it and they moved forward. I think Tommy T might be here for a longer term than than any Chelsea manager previously. I think he gets past three years. I guess we'll see. Uh, that, that's my that's my that's my hot take is that is that Tommy T is here for at least five years. I, I guess we'll see because um, I will. I, it's it's he. I think he. I think what he has going for him in that regard, Brad, is that the person who fires managers is about to get get yeeted. It's already fired. Yeah. So <laughs> Abramovich can't fire him if he doesn't own the club anymore. Um, but let's talk about the Champions League because we're moving on from from that. 6-0 victory for Chelsea. Um, on Tuesday in the Champions League, we had Madrid hosting Chelsea and we had Bayern hosting Villarreal. Um, Chelsea win the game 3-2, to two, but Madrid advanced on aggregate 5-4. to four. Chelsea uh, went up in the game 3-0, um, which would have been enough to see them through and uh, let Madrid score two goals. Um, so that's not so good. Um, Hold on. Pause. That, we that, we let that game did go to we extra let Madrid time. score. We let Madrid score one goal. Okay. Um, because that Modric pass was amazing. There is no my defending take. that pass. That oh, yeah. my, right that was my to the right wait. foot. Yeah, that's that's up there in like that. It, there needs to be like a visual Hall of Fame, <laughs> and you just put that video in there. Yeah, from, like there's a camp. There's a camera angle, kind of like it would be from the back flag post but just zoomed in where you can see him kick it outside the foot and see it curl onto Vincenzo's. And it is it's a ridiculous pass. Yes. To even imagine it, you you would be called insane. Yes. So and then and and, and then and then to execute it. Yeah. It's, yes. It's Perfectly. crazy. The two parts were perfectly in the middle I mean, of the game against his toughest opponent. He didn't even have to lift the, the striker it's didn't his words. Even, he didn't even have to lift his leg that high to deflect it. It was like almost on his feet too. Yeah, yeah. He it was on his foot. He just had to lift his leg up. Just a little bit. Insane. Just a little bit. Yeah, it was amazing. Actually, and, and insane. did say that Chelsea is is, is is the toughest opponent they play. Um, and if you haven't seen this fast, goal, please do. Yes, please, please, please do. We might actually tweet it out. I might find a gif, or whoever runs our red car radio, that intern, will find the gif and 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 send it in. He's the intern. <laughs> We yeah, don't we get paid for this, so, so I think we're yeah, all we're all interns. interns. <laughs> we're all interns. Um, and then you and guys then are we getting were, paid. We're not getting paid. Oh, oh, James, <laughs> did you did you set up something without without speaking with us? Yeah, sorry guys, I'm uh, man. I've been taking money. I've been talking to the by the CFO. way. I don't know. I, I probably said this. On, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but uh, the the kid of that of that meme. You guys are getting paid. Arsenal fan because he was recording in Richmond. He was filming in Richmond and came to the Arsenal bar. There we go. Wow. Um, 
the second goal happened because Chelsea were shooting. We're going, going, going for that goal. I'm going back to the topic. I don't, I don't, Thank you guys are getting paid for this. Yeah. Yeah. Bring us back. So that second goal, we were going for it. And you can't let Benzema alone in the box. Oh, he, the dude is like, ridiculous. And Reese James was, Reese James was pushing forward. He was out of, probably out of position for where he should have been. Cause if he's on that flank, that, that inside pass doesn't happen. I would like a 20 second timeout because Brad, all I ever hear you talk about for, for, halfbacks being out of position is how bad Trent Alexander-Arnold is for being out of position. And then you literally just said, Reese James is out of position, and so Benzema scores. So all of the stick you give to, to Trent Alexander-Arnold, no. Slightly. All of the There's stick. There's a difference between a, a right back and a wing back. I don't care. And all you do is complain. Once. All you do is if complain about Trent. it happens once in the season, hold on, hold on. What, Benzema goes over and begs Reese James for his jersey? Venetia tweets out and says, hey, great game, Reese. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm more. It, it sounds like they're recruiting him, huh? Might oh, no. He ain't leaving. I'm fucking that, leaving. When that new money comes in. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of new money, apparently, from these bids. And it's all cash, too. When, when Arum, Abramovich buys uh, Madrid because Spain don't care about dictators. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... <laughs> Uh, in the other game on Tuesday, uh, Villarreal snatch a late draw against Byron to advance two to one in that. Um, that was an incredibly good result for Villarreal. I got something for that. Sure, I got I got it queued up. Uh, I did. <laughs> is it is it something uh, relating uh, to Unai Emery and being fired by Arsenal? No, no, okay, no. Good. It has nothing to do with Unai Emery other than apparently if you. If you want to do well in cup competitions, other than the league, just hire Unai Emery. He's really good. Uh, he if Ar- my only dig would have been if Arsenal could have happened to finally get into some cup competition, Unai Emery would have taken them as far as they possibly could get. I mean, Unai Emery took he us did. to the final of the Europa League. Oh well, then there you go. See, uh, who won that final? Shows you how much I care about Peter uh, Check. Oh, oh, that was. Oh, that was the England, 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 England final yes. year. That was that yes. was Liverpool, Tottenham, yes. and Chelsea Arsenal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's what only, we got. Only, looks like only one London club out of us three uh, won a trophy that year. He's referring. He's referring to, to Chelsea. I understand. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Danny Parejo uh, said the comments from uh, Julian Nagelsmann. Um, they were disrespectful and inspired Villarreal to the cause because what he said was that um, Nagelsmann said that he wanted to d- to decide the tie in the first leg. He said that publicly, thinking if we just got back to uh, we we just got back to Allianz, we'd be fine. Uh, and then he went Parejo went on to say, I think he disrespected Villarreal and football. Sometimes when you spit up, it falls on your face. That's true. Wow. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, the other two games that were played uh, today, uh, Liverpool and Benfica played to a 3-3 draw, means they advance 6-4 to four on aggregate. And Athleti- Liverpool do. Yes, Liverpool. Um, and Athleti and City played to a 0-0 draw. So City advanced 1-0. I was driving in the car, so I didn't get to watch either one of these games. But apparently there was some acrimony between City and Atletico. Um, 
I don't know what the context is other than, I mean, I guess like the game ended in a tight nil-nil draw. But um, I, I'm going to go back and, and check that out uh, because I'm, I'm legitimately curious. Um, All right, guys, for you, for you guys, which one's more impressive, though? Chelsea scoring three at the Bernabeu or Benfica scoring three at Anfield? I mean, it's probably Chelsea scoring three at the Bernabeu. I think it's the first English team that's done it since like the 60s, 68 or something like that. That's what I saw on Twitter today. Yeah, but see, I think I think it's Benfica. I, I honestly think it's at Anfield. I think Anfield's a tough... Right now, not historically. Right now, Anfield is a tougher place to play than the Bernabeu. I, I mean, I, you... Is my re- opinion. You regularly hear managers talk about how difficult Anfield is play it. Regular. Like, yeah, that's why Liverpool plays so well in the in the Champions League. Is it's it's a very hard stadium to play in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. Um, so we'll put that out in the comments if you guys want to. If you guys want to answer that one too, let's see. Let's get a top four prediction, and let's get which one is tougher to play at, to score three goals at in the quarterfinal: the Bernabeu or Anfield. I, I in the summer. Uh, when we're when we're scraping for content, <laughs> I, I'd I'd love to dive into what makes what makes places difficult to play at. Okay. Is, is it is it that Anfield is so close to the field, so they feel more on top of you? It's like the Bernabeu, like a little setback, a little bit. Like, is it different? Like, what makes it all different? I think, sure. I think that sounds like a great a great topic. Yeah, and we don't got to dive into it right now, but like that'd be interesting to go down those little paths. I mean, and, 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 I have, I, and none of us have, have been to any of the English football grounds. No, I have no, a guest for no, us for that. I, I have a guest for us for that. There might be someone we should and, grab to talk about that. And, and like might, another, another thing is like, uh, uh, shoot, you just I just had something, but like the Allianz, like what. We need to discern what makes what makes it hard to play there versus just happens to be a better team. Because like you can refer to Bayern's home record when they're just slapping, uh, you know, pub boys. Well, here's a here, Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. To, to answer your question, employees. people talk about Craven Cottage being a difficult place to play, but like Fulham, they're right on you. Yeah, but like because it's so tight. Fulham are yeah, not. I know Fulham. Fulham are not like a super good footballing team right so like would is the fact that that craven cottage is a difficult place to play um is it just because of the intimidation factor of the fans like that they're right on the field or is it i mean because clearly it's not about fulham because fulham aren't that good but that that's a good question we should we should have that conversation in the summer um that those results set up uh the two uh uefa Champions League semifinals. City are hosting Madrid. That tie kicks off on the 26th of April. And Liverpool are hosting Villarreal. Kicks off the 27th of April. I don't know if the locations of those are set. Um, I, I, so we'll see who is playing where, when. Um, but yeah. Are you guys excited for City-Liverpool 4 this year? Hell yeah, man. I'm all for it. Like, let's, let's get these guys playing let's, as much as possible. Yeah. I, you know what, Sean? I see your Fulham Norwich City League and I raise you City-Liverpool. <laughs> yeah because speaking of that we've got uh in the fa cup semifinals this week uh, this week and we've got liverpool hosting city um well hosting they're playing it at uh at uh that place wembley um and then, and then on sunday we've got chelsea and palace playing against each other in the se- other semifinal um those should be great games i highly recommend it because i love the cup 
definitely we should, you guys should check out those cup games and Sean before you ask they're on ESPN plus um <laughs> no nobody knows where these games are clearly we know um match week 32 is also happening this weekend we've got Tottenham hosting Brighton on Saturday morning we got United hosting um, Norwich what no he said dub dub okay, dub, dub dub Southampton are hosting Brighton? Arsenal um Watford are hosting Brentford uh, Newcastle are hosting Leicester West Ham are hosting Burnley and Liverpool are not playing man oh they're playing man on Tuesday got it got it um so yeah those are the games we got coming up before we record our next podcast um so we've got well you, well, you took uh when you were cleaning up the yeah you were cleaning up everything you you took away that that's match week 28 or match week 30 they're making Come up on. a game yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Liverpool yeah. Man United game. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're on Tuesday. They're they're making up a game. Yeah, yeah. With that man, Liverpool Man United game. All right, James. Yep. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. I think I know what it is. Should I say it's United Watt Norwich? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, is that what you want me <laughs> oh, to say? Did you guess that was what I was going with? No, that wasn't actually. I, I think I know what your real pick of the week is, but United Norwich is for the memes. So I, you know, I am. I am weighing equal teams and lower half of the table, essentially. So I think that there's only two options. If I'm using yeah, that, yeah. Cal- if I'm using that calculus, it's either Watford, Brentford, or Newcastle, Leicester. No, no, no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I, I read that wrong. I read that wrong. Yeah, I think that. I think. I think the only option is Watford, Brentford, because Leicester is high. Is high. Newcastle's high. So I don't know. Oh, I think I was putting Newcastle against Burnley. So I was, I just read it wrong. I think it has to be Watford Brentford, right? Yeah. It's the only option. The most yeah. watchable game of the week. What do you think? What do you think, Brad? Are you, do, you, do you disagree with me, or did you think that's what I was going to pick? No, that was, that, that's why I had you picking. Yeah, I think that's the only option. Um, if I were you, I'd pick Southampton Arsenal because you're not going to get too more too many more dumpster fires than these. Yeah, apparently, I'm losing. Dang. Apparently, we're losing to to Southampton or something. I don't know what Joel said, um, but apparently, we're Southampton's losing. got their they, they just got, got their best player back. They just got Southampton just got dump trucked by Chelsea. So use that as a measuring stick. Well, apparently, Southampton haven't won at St. Mary's in four games, so that means that they're due for a victory against Arsenal. <laughs> Someone didn't them get dump trucked by Chelsea too three times in a month. I think well, that's what I saw. There's the difference between losing and getting dump trucked. Six O is a dump truck. You didn't six O us any. That's true. Um. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I think we got some yeah, got some good football coming up. Definitely check out the FA Cup. I think that, that those will be really really fun games to watch. And uh, yeah, and if you got nothing else to watch um, on Saturday mid morning, you should check out um, Watford and Brentford because that might be a fun game of football. We'll see. Um, but as always, if you are still listening, we really appreciate it. If you could hit that subscribe button, hit us with a follow, ring the sub notifier on YouTube, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. All those things really help us. Leave us a comment. Um, really love to hear from you guys and hear what you're thinking about everything. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, that's at KSBradG. Down below, that's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany. We collectively are at red card underscore radio and yeah hit us up we'd love to we'd love to chat to you and and hear what you guys are thinking about football yeah you look like you're about to say something brad no i ain't got nothing oh okay i thought you were interrupting me all right well we're out then we're out we're, we're leaving good night we'll see you next week <laughs>